The following is simply the opinions of two South Carolina citizens. The views expressed herein are not endorsed by any employers, family members, or government employees. This podcast may contain adult language, atypical thinking, and just plain craziness. Be advised that critical thought may be a side effect of exposure to this content. Enjoy the show. Let Mike figure it out. Welcome to the Vote Map Podcast. I'm Matt, and filling in as my co-host until Mike shows up is what? What should we call you? Should we? Do you want to give your name out? Uh, Tom Thomerson. Tom Thomerson. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Thomerson. <laughs> it's it's the pleasure is all yours. It is mine. <laughs> so. You're a fan of the show. Fan of the show, yeah. Resident of Kershaw County. Yes. You made the treacherous journey to the undisclosed location deep in the heart of Kershaw County. It took a, it took a long time. Got across the moat and uh, all my booby traps. Yeah, I, I crossed the alligator uh, moat. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you came bearing gifts. Uh, I did. What'd you bring us? I can't talk about that on, on the screen. <laughs> Brought a bottle of Elijah Craig yeah. for us, and we really appreciate it. Um, so now that's going to be a requirement for everybody. If you want to come hang out at the undisclosed location, you got to bring a bottle of whiskey. That's it. Um, so all of our guests, uh, you probably heard if you've listened to the show, you have to take a drink of communism in a bottle. Oh, yeah. So go ahead and take a hit of that and let me know what you think. <laughs> what do you think? You want another one? You're good? I think I'm good. <laughs> you got enough communism. You got a belly full of communism belly now. Belly full. <laughs> uh, we were talking before the show. We've been hanging out for about an hour or so. And um, we're talking about uh, some local stuff that we've heard. Some We talked about some Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> which you, you used to play, right? You haven't played in a while. I haven't played in a while. And I have never played, but there have been people coming into my life that um, all have played or currently play. So I'm like, damn, maybe I should – I'm friends with these dudes. Maybe I should check this out, some D&D. You got to go without showering and um, you pretty much have to avoid all women. Is, it, is that a prerequisite much, yeah, to, to be accepted into the game? Pretty much. No showering and, and avoid women. Well, uh I can do the no showering, but the beautiful fiance might have something else to say about uh, staying away from women. Um, but it's a it's a game for anybody to play, all shapes, sizes, manners, whatever. If you want to be a part of that community, you can be a part. Of, it's a very welcoming community, yeah, right? Very. Yeah. Here, if you want to sit back, you can move that mic closer. Sure. Um, and 
like we said, we've we've seen people who have made fun of D&D players that, all right, I'll try it. And then they get obsessed with it. It right? happens. It happens. And um, so I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to see, like, what's this all about? And I think we're going to do another – a separate podcast from the Vote Map podcast. Um, we will do a uh, D&D newbie podcast of, like – if you know, we've got a few people who play, and they're going to teach me how to play, and we'll talk about my journey in D anD D and um, learning the process, and maybe for you, relearning some stuff, and um, maybe some other people will be interested in. It. I don't know, Bella. Why don't you chew? Oh, okay. Bella got her favorite chew toy, wood. <laughs> a block of wood from somewhere. This is a carpenter doll. That's right. Um, so Tom Thomason, Tom what? Tom Thomerson. Thomerson, Mr. Thomerson of the of the Kershaw Thomersons. Yeah, that's a that's a very uh, well established family. Yes, lots of horses and uh, you got horses. <laughs> no. So you're talking about you? You grew up here, right? Yeah, I did. Born and raised. Born and raised. And uh, never left. Never left. You ever been on an airplane? I have not, actually. <laughs> That's, you know what? You're not in the minority. Uh, There's a lot of people around Kershaw County who have never been on an airplane. And I, I always found that fascinating. I grew up in Saint, the St. Louis area. I guess you could call it the metro oh, okay. area. We were like across the river, across the Missouri River. Yeah. Um, west. So like thirty minutes west of St. Louis, maybe a little bit more. Um, suburbs, you know. Um, but we were right in the flight path of Lambert Airport, so it's a there's planes flying. We we flew. I guess well, shoot. Now that I think about it, I think I was only on a plane one time until I joined the military. Ah. So maybe it's not that rare. Where did you go your first trip? We went to Orlando to uh, Disney World. Which is in the news lately. Yeah. Have you been following that? Yeah, I saw that uh, they were trying to reverse their uh, special tax status and governance. Yeah, why, do, why do they have a special tax anyway? I guess because they bring so much money into I Florida. Guess, uh, um, that's strange. They're not the Vatican. They're not church. No. Right? Dude, I wonder if they have their own police. They would they, have security, I think they do. But, yeah. I think they really do have their do own they fire have arrest police. power and stuff like that? I don't know. That might be something to look into. If I was going to discuss it in depth on the podcast, yeah. I'd probably do some research. But I'm just shooting from the hip here because Mike's not here. Did I mention that, that Mike didn't make it Mike for the show today? Not he didn't show. I think he scurred. No, he had something to do in Camden, uh, in the belly of the beast. What do they call that in Star Wars? The uh, the den of uh, what did uh, Obi Wan say? I've never seen a uh, I've never <laughs> seen and, a bigger group of villainy and scum or something like that. Speaking of that, <laughs> I, I have been to Washington D.C. Hey, there Boom. you go. Boom. Yeah. Um, what did you go to D.C. for? A uh, school trip. Oh, okay, like high school. Yeah, we uh, well, were you in like uh, government school, government or something like that? It was like Seagull, the special. Oh yeah, yeah. My son was in that. Was it? Yeah. We the uh, Washington Monument was actually closed when we went, so we didn't get to see that, and uh-huh. we we didn't get to see Ford's Theater either because it was doing they were doing stuff to it too. That's bullshit. It was pretty cool. Uh oh. 
you got a froth there. Mm -hmm. Ignore that, folks. You didn't hear anything. Um, I've never been to DC. Um, I followed the orders of some of the people that came from that are in DC, but I've never, never been there. We were planning a trip. We wanted to me and the beautiful fiance. We were gonna go, but then some other stuff came up, and we're like, okay, we'll postpone it, and we'll do it next year. Oh, it was COVID. That's what it was. Wow. It was all locked down. That's, that's when they put the barricades up after January sixth, yeah. and they had a the National Guard, what, which I think what are still on January sixth. Um. The FBI um, <laughs> had a mock insurrection, apparently, allegedly. They, they had uh, pipe bombs everywhere, I suppose. Yeah, the FBI planted some pipe, a couple pipe bombs, and uh, then the Capitol Police opened the doors and let some people come in for a tour. And these people had flags in their hands, so apparently those are considered terrorists. They wanted to overthrow the government because they, they were waving the flag around. The FBI wanted to overthrow the government? No, no, no. There's people. Oh, uh, yeah. Alleged. That's what the FBI said. And the Capitol Police, they said they were crying. They were so scared and all that kind of stuff. But um, what do you think about that? What do you think really happened? Uh, uh, I would have to – I always feel like I had what? Take time to think about stuff before I write. No, we ain't. We don't have time for that. I know, right? At the vote map podcast, but, uh, you just say what you feel, man. I mean, basically, the head of the Proud Boys, he was an FBI informant, supposedly. Yep. The Oath Keepers guy, he's out on bail or something. Mm -hmm. He's supposedly a Fed too. Yeah, the three so, percenters. Well, I think they they probably said we're going to send you to Guantanamo, yeah. or you could be on our team. Which one do you want to do? <laughs> Right. <laughs> Not a hard choice, I guess. Well, yeah, I know what I would choose, but there were some stories I read about how they had like a boat they were carrying supplies really? on the Potomac. Oh, like George Washington back in the day. Yeah, I guess there was, was like <laughs> Stuart Rhodes crossing the Delaware but there's yeah. the Potomac. Uh huh. And nobody died except one of the uh poor people, the lady from the Air Force. The Yeah, she got shot in the face. Um but then there was a Capitol Police guy who supposedly got killed by yeah. a fire extinguisher, right? Uh -huh. um, and then a bunch of them committed suicide. Yeah. Um, That's conveniently, not weird I guess. at all. No, no, not at all. Not strange. Not straight out of the Clinton handbook there, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I remember watching it live on TV. I think we were. I was at the fire department and I was watching it. I was like, damn, what the fuck's going on in D.C.? <laughs> Yeah. And I was looking at it, and I was like, is that a – are they protesting? Like, holy shit, that's a lot of people, man. Yeah. Because I didn't really pay attention to, like, Donald Trump and all yeah. that shit. I don't care. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, then they were, like, breaking in, and I was like, oh, this is – Is it happening? It, it's happening. <laughs> like, it's it's time. <laughs> the Boogaloo Boys are like, shit. Um, I was like, okay, I'm – oh. Not that I was awaiting orders or anything, but I was like, wow, this is um, really strange. How yeah. dare I'm going to slap my wrist for not silencing my phone. That's so rude. That's okay. The host can do stuff. <laughs> That's right. I do what you, I want. You it's don't good. have a microchip in your head? Donald Trump doesn't tell you everything? Um, not that I know of. <laughs> I might have a microchip somewhere in my body. All the injections I got from the Army. Um. But yeah, it was strange watching on TV. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, is this a riot? Like, people are breaking into the... And if you watch the news, I'm like, how the hell are the the cameras are, like, inside filming people? And I was like, I don't see any real 
violence happening. Yeah. Like they just kind of push their way into the Capitol. But then I, the main thing that sticks out of my mind is the um, the the senators like cowering down no. behind. They're like wearing their NBC, their their <laughs> masks, their their yeah. emergency masks, and they're all like. Hiding, like you know that you people are the ones who vote to send our children to war, uh, yeah. but you don't have the balls to stand up to somebody going on a, um, you know, un un uh, what, what would you, unauthorized tour. <laughs> yeah, that's they didn't. It wasn't really sedition; it was an unauthorized tour or something. And people have gotten arrested from that. Um, that's true. The uh, the famous. Um, what do they call that dude that was wearing the buffalo uh, horn? QAnon shaman, some the sh- yeah Q shaman, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, dude, they sweated that guy out. He was like, yeah. <laughs> he was in jail for quite a bit, wasn't he? And yeah, he they, they release stories about oh, he he's a vegan and he's complaining about the food. Um, they probably he, completely made that up, but I don't know. A QAnon vegan vegan shaman. <laughs> <laughs> But he's wearing a buffalo fur on his head. That's pretty strange. So I would say if the FBI is putting it out there, it's probably a lie. (laughs) You know, if their lips are moving, they're lying type of deal. Um, But if you lie to them, that's a federal offense. Yeah, straight to Gitmo, right? Uh, Before we get any further, I want to thank our sponsors for this show. The Swamp Log Artisans Gallery is our longest serving sponsor and we're very thankful for them we want to thank gus philpot he's one of our patrons um he helps support the show and we're going to have him on very soon um probably next week in the cassett country store home to the best pizza in cassett right it really is you ever get pizza there uh I think like once. <laughs> once how dare you I don't know. was it not the best pizza you ever had in all of cassett it was. It is. It's guaranteed, right? You can't. There's no denying that the Cassett Country Store has the best pizza in all of Cassett. And um, I want to give a shout out real quick to my friend John. I went over and shot some pool with him today. Great dude. Longtime listener of the show. One of our harshest critics. And I really appreciate his, his critiques. And I appreciate his input and his wisdom. And Tommy Embrick. The he, Tommy Ember. Did, did you listen to the show when Tommy came on? He's a drummer, percussionist. He actually wrote and performed. He's part of the band for our opening song. I think I've heard that. I just yeah. have like a my attention span. The internet. I'm a millennial. So oh, okay. No so you don't have a very good attention span, huh? Um, but yeah, Tommy Embrick, um, his band Space Force has a new album. Everybody go check that out. It's on Spotify. So just, just, uh, there's a few space forces on there, but they are the, the, the original, Is the it one, one word space force, two words. Um, but the, the name of the song at the beginning of our show is called funk monk. So, um, that's a great, great song. I loved it. I picked it out. He said, yeah, man, go for it. Play it. And then, yeah, our outro is also as, as one of the new space force songs that we play every once in a while. And we mix it in with some songs, you know, that I'll I'll like bother the hell out of uh, Mike. Like, hey, put this at the end of the show. And sometimes he'll pick a different song, and I'm like, you son of a bitch, I wanted, that. <laughs> you know. But I'll be like, uh, oh, you know what? Actually, that is a better song to play at the end of the show. So you were right. He usually has the more um, 
foresight of what would fit better. Um, so we thank our sponsors. Thank you to our friends of the show. Thank you to Mr. Thomerson being a fan, longtime listener. Um, and let's get to the topics, man. News of the day. What's going on today? How about this uh, asteroid that's going to fly by Earth or that did fly by Earth? Did you know about that? This uh, asteroid is supposedly um, wider than six football fields. Was it passed by Earth within the moon's orbit? I didn't know until I got here. Yeah, you didn't. So. It's not like NASA made this huge announcement. It's like this asteroid is going to come by closer than the moon, <laughs> which is in the expanse of space. That's insanely close. Very small. <laughs> that is like uh, people would have been freaking out. Right, but, but and people Bruce, don't. we didn't have Bruce Willis here to help us. No, we didn't have any of the mine, the uh, drillers, the oil drillers didn't come help. Did they? Um, I think we are um, incredibly unprepared for something like that. There's nothing like we can't even land on the moon. When's you know? Allegedly, we landed on the moon in the 60s and 70s, right? Well, why haven't we done it since then? Probably because the internet came around and we could call bullshit on that stuff, right? Maybe. Um, eh, I don't know. If you believe some of the baby boomers are like, yeah, we totally landed on the moon. How could you not believe that? Right. What do you think? Do you think we actually landed on the moon in 1969? I don't know. Because, I mean, it was like uh, the first time they did it, it was a miracle. Then, like, the next few times, they kept adding stuff. But they didn't change the actual pod or anything. Right. They added a... a what the go kart? The rover, thing? yeah, the rover. Mars rover. Yeah, and then you had the uh, Apollo thirteen. They mm -hmm. flew around the moon because they they yeah. messed up. Yeah, they got in trouble. So, right? yeah. What so. do you think? You think we actually put boots on the ground on the lunar surface in nineteen sixty nine? I want to believe it because you know. You want to believe it because it's like a great accomplishment, you know. Sure. That's and a great propaganda boom for the United States against is. the Russians, right? So the Russians put Sputnik out in space, the first satellite, and then the Americans were like, oh, hold my beer. We're going to put people on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and the Russians were probably like, bullshit. There, Let me see this. There is no way. No way. Um, but that was checkmate, right? Checkmate. We landed on the moon first. That's why we, we won the Cold War. So uh, I think the Gulf War was probably <laughs> won the Cold War. but um, And blue jeans and um, – McDonald's. McDonald's and uh, Bruce Springsteen playing that show in West Berlin. <laughs> Remember that? That was a big deal. Um, I'm all, I was born in 1988. So. Oh, you don't remember. <laughs> I was born in 1979. Uh, uh, so in 1980, you know, I was only, I was a stupid kid back then. I was just picking my boogers still. <laughs> oh, Bella. Come here. Um, Bella's not a booger fan. No, me. she doesn't like boogers. Um. So you want to believe that we landed on the moon, but in your heart of hearts, do you think we actually did? Uh, no, I don't think we did. The big thing for me that says there's no way in hell is when they tell you, you have the computing power, all those computers that they use to land on the moon, yeah. all of that computing power is available in your cell phone right now. Mm -hmm. Do you think... You could land people on the moon with your cell phone. <laughs> not only that, 
recover them, yeah. and fly them back to Earth. Do you think you could do that with your cell phone? No way. Yeah. Okay. So, in 1969, there's no way in hell we landed people on the moon. See, I barely got here with the cell phone. Right. <laughs> so, you can barely get to the undisclosed location. You, How the hell are you going to find your way to the moon? On the top of a Saturn V rocket that was bu- built for intercontinental ballistic missile technology to deliver nukes to Russia. And they just took the nuke off and put a capsule on top <laughs> and launched you out to the moon? No mm. way. Nah. Those things can only go to near-Earth orbit and then come back down. That's what they were made for. So, yeah, I call bullshit on that. <laughs> so, these asteroids that are coming towards Earth, now we're seeing more of them. Is that because our technology is getting better that we can detect them? And that these asteroids have always been coming past Earth, and we're just now able to detect them. I think that's well. That might be yeah, yeah. Or maybe aliens are throwing them. <laughs> giant aliens from Planet X from the tenth planet. Bella, what are you barking at? Our old man. We have a um, tree spirit hanging out there. You see the wood there, the root. Ah. Bella, Bella. That's not a real. That's not a real person. Really. Maybe it is a real spirit. She sees something I don't see. Uh-uh. Come, come. Psst. Hey, come. She's our guard dog. <laughs> what is it? I feel safe. Yeah, protecting us against the spirits of the woods. Okay. Well, thank you, Bella, for freaking us out. <laughs> We're going to take a break and play a commercial. Please stick through the commercial, and I'm going to take Bella inside. So uh, we'll be right back, folks. The Swamp Fox Podcast Network is proud to announce our new sponsor, the Swamp Log Artisans Gallery. An old Bishopville building is a home to a store unlike any you have ever experienced. Gift shop, furniture store, local history museum, and art gallery. It's all of these things. There's an inventory here found nowhere else. Presented with an opportunity to make a personal connection to heirloom quality pieces that will honor our heritage and enrich your family's lives for generations to come. Here you will carefully select your pieces created by 60 fine woodworkers, artisans, and artists. The backbone of our store is products handmade from lumber, which is sawn from old-growth sinker logs recovered from the muddy, dark bottoms of South Carolina's rivers and swamps. These logs were lost over 125 years ago as they were transported on the waterways and were recovered with scuba equipment. Check them out at www.swamplogartisans.com or visit them at 229 North Main Street in downtown Bishopville, South Carolina. Yeah, man. I'm super excited about the uh, kiln-dried lumber. Mm-hmm. You just buy the rough-cut yeah. slabs. Yeah. And also the paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, the no, they've got some really cool stuff. I want to see that. I mean, it's just beautiful framework. And from looking at this brochure, some pretty nice art. Uh, I might go out there today. Are they open today? Yeah. Awesome. So I would love it for Swamp uh, the Swamp Fox Network people to uh, support this company and just let them know where you heard about it. Welcome back, folks. Uh, thank you for sitting and listening to our commercial that we have not uh, redone yet, even though I say every show we're going to redo it. <laughs> Mike actually has to show up for us to redo that commercial, and uh, he's not here. Mike, you're in Portland. We need your help. We need you, Mike. We need an adult. We're floundering. So this asteroid, nobody cared about. Nobody knew about it. 
Do you think they're setting us up for something? See, I've heard there's like in the conspiracy world, mm. they talk about uh, like faking an alien invasion. Right, Project Bluebeam, right? Yeah. Like, okay, so keep going. Go ahead. So I don't, maybe if an asteroid hit and aliens came, mm. maybe it would be a combo. You think so? Because people would be like, oh, cool, aliens are here. But then if an asteroid hit too, they'd be like, oh, aliens, please save us from dying from this asteroid impact. Do you think that's what they're doing? That could be it too. And then what? The Antichrist takes over? Or one world government? What do you think? Yeah? Then they they move all the the armies to uh, Gulf of the The Sinai in Israel? Do you think that's where the aliens are going to come down? (laughs) That's supposedly where Jesus is going to come back, right? Yeah, Mount of Olives. Yeah, well. Um, so, I don't know, man. I think that Project Bluebeam started out as just a book that this um, French-Canadian author wrote. Was it? Yeah, and some people kind of adopted it. Uh, <clears throat> but as far as, I think he wrote that book based off some, maybe some conspiracy theories in quotation that he had read about. Yeah. Um, and that the book is really what made it gain popularity. Yeah. Um, but I know that there are some strain. Like, why would the U.S. government all of a sudden start talking about UFOs? Like, oh, yeah, there's verified UFOs that we have seen them, and we don't know what they are. That is strange, because they spent all that energy Acting like they didn't exist and stuff. Yeah. It was all swamp gas. Right, right. Yeah. um, Venus, the reflection of Venus off the swamp gas, right? (laughs) Um, uh, So I think um, Project Bluebeam probably has a grain of truth in it. Does it have anything to do with an asteroidal impact? I don't know. Well, in the Book of Revelation, there's an asteroid. I think it's, it's called Wormwood or something. Yeah. I don't know what wormwood isn't that what they make get absinthe from? Yeah, yeah. that makes you trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the original absinthe, not ne- the stuff you can buy at the stores. Right? Never actually tried it. I mean, no, I've tried the store bought stuff, but not the homemade absinthe. Apparently, absinthe is like you filter it through the wormwood. Yeah, right. I mean, you yeah. have like a sugar cube or something. Yeah, and then it drips over a sugar cube in your glass, and then, I don't know. I've never tried that. Let's ask Marilyn Madison. He would know. Is something. he the one? Uh, he, he actually made his own brand of absinthe. Really? Yeah. Oh. That dude is a weird <laughs> fella, isn't he? He sure is. Didn't he get uh, accused of some he did. creepy stuff? But I Or mean, actually verified like it was like he was a abusing some of his... He had, like, a rape room and stuff. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. That's weird, man. See, he's, like, one of the one people you would believe. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, yeah, that, that uh, dude definitely that has a right. dungeon in his house. <laughs> For sure. He doesn't have eyebrows. So, he definitely has a dungeon. <laughs> um, What do you think about uh the Mars and the Curiosity rover? Have you looked into that at all? Like, do you think... That is actually Mars that they're the images they're showing us. I don't know, or is it somewhere in Egypt, somewhere like in the desert? I know that they said it ran out of batteries or something. Didn't they? Yeah, and then so 
Supposedly, there's a helicopter drone flying around Mars now that's taking all these pictures. I haven't heard about that in a while, so... Yeah, they they launched another one after the Curiosity. You know, like they would say, oh, it's so, this thing sings happy birthday to itself every year all by itself. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the Sojourner Truth or something? <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some helicopter now. It's like a drone oh. helicopter flying around Mars that we put there, and... um it's taking pictures and sending it back to Earth, um, allegedly. What's that they call it? The Gulf of Happiness or something? Sea of Tranquility. Sea of Tranquility. Yeah, I think that's on the moon. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. You, you, I know this. Our government lies to us. Constantly. Constantly. So whatever they're telling us, I'm always like, they're probably lying. And so let me see if this is true or not. Uh, and usually I'll say they're they're fucking lying <laughs> for sure. Yeah. They might be telling the truth, but I don't I'm just going to say they're lying. So that's what one of the things I've been thinking about is how uh, we tend to focus on the stuff we can't do anything about mm-hmm. like the national politics, world politics, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, we had the least influence over that stuff. Yeah. Well, we really should be focused on ourselves. Absolutely. And our local community. And that's what we're doing with the podcast, that's right? That's true. Yeah. You know, Jordan Peterson says, clean your own room before you try to clean up the world. That's true. Um, you know, and, and it's very true. We're trying to clean, we're trying to make Kershaw County the freest county in the state of South Carolina, right? And go from there. Um, and really, it starts at home with yourself. Start with yourself. Then your your household, then worry about something outside of that. Right? Yeah. For the most part, I believe everybody should mind their own damn business. True. Um, the problem is with our county government, our county government here in Kershaw County, is that if we only worry about ourselves, and I'm I'm going to focus on my homestead and my family, those bastards are going to do run rampant. They're going to run. Nice. What do they call it? Rough shot. Russia, yeah, so. they're gonna do. They're gonna push their agenda, and so we got to act quick. We need to be decisive. We need to take care of ourselves, and then we need to focus on our county government. Yeah, and one of the things we should be able to do is provide services to other people. Yeah, and so you would be like more important to them than the government would. You, you help them out. You're the right. Neighbor. Right, the neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. I remember um, I was stuck in my house for three days during a Hurricane Matthew. Uh, I used to live off of uh, Latchcott Road there in Lugoff. Oh, wow. And the road was washed out on one end, and then it was flooded on the other, so we couldn't get out. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a serious, like, oh, shit, we're stuck. But it was just like a like I could have walked to the store yeah. you know, if I needed to, or I could drive the dirt road that was kind of washed out. <laughs> but we were like, okay, we're just going to stay put. Until everything gets situated, we're going to stay off the roads, let the people worry about whatever. And I had water and food because I'm always ready for hurricane season, just in case. And um, we were able to give water to some friends and uh, neighbors and some food and even let some uh, friends stay at the house Um, when the roads were clear. But they were from Columbia um, on the east side, like northeast Columbia, I guess. So they were kind of... Worried about other dams breaking and more flooding, and so we let them come out here and stay, which is always our plan, you know. Um, 
I think that's, I started kind of opening my eyes up to like, holy crap, there's a lot of people who are truly unprepared for just a run-of-the-mill natural disaster that could happen to anybody. Yeah. Right. I feel like that about myself. Do you? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But what what do you what sort of things are you doing at home to be prepared for to just be on your own for a week? Or could you last a week on your own? You think? Uh, I think if we filled up enough water, we could. We have some um, like rice and stuff. We okay. We have like a little mercy, like rice and beans and rice and beans. That's right. That'll get you pretty far. Yeah. Uh, Mike has like five gallon buckets that he fills up with rice and beans oh, and yeah. some spice packets. And he has enough to, like, give his neighbors that way they don't come looking for food at his house. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's a bucket of rice and beans. <laughs> That's one of the things if if everything went to crap yeah. and you had a generator and lights going and everybody saw that and they were That's eating right. each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just saw a meme today and it, it showed an image from Black Friday uh-huh. you know, of people trampling and killing people over a TV. And it was like, if people are willing to do this for a, a good deal, a let you know, supposed good deal on the TV, yeah. what do you think they're going to do when they're starving to death mm-hmm. and you have the food? What, what do you think is going to happen? So, not only should you prepare, be prepared with food to survive, you need to be able to defend your food. That's true. And you can have all the guns in the world and stuff, but, I mean, if there's Eventually. a group of people swarming it. Right. You need your neighbors and stuff to help you out. That's why we have the Telegram group that you're not a part of yet. Um, <laughs> you need to download Telegram and get in the inner circle. I do. Um, because we have actually we share information there. We have conversations, and that's t.me slash Swamp Fox Network. For anybody else who wants to join, we're all inclusive on the inner circle. We call it the inner circle, but we mean that in a, a county-wide global sense. Like, there's very few of us who are actually like-minded that would say, like, oh, shit, we need to uh, be in communication with each other if the shit hits the fan. Um, So you need to do that, Mr. Thomerson. That's my homework for the way. There you um, go. That's your homework. Join up. Um, I have to... Help one young lady get some rabbits. I have a connection with somebody who is wanting to get rid of rabbits, and part of the one of the members of the inner circle wants to get rabbits. So I have to get them connected, and I, I've failed so far this week. I've, it's it's uh, I've been busy trying to buy a car. Um, I bought a car from a lemon lot in Camden. Well, I guess outside the city limits, but it's Camden. Down Highway 1. I'm not going to name the business, but um, they sold me a piece of shit car, and it's my fault for buying it. Mm. And so I'm going to eat it, and we're going to move on, but I will never do business there again, that's for sure. And I'm going to tell all my friends. Um, so, yeah, I had to buy a new car. Have you ever bought a car from a car lot, like a dealership? My, my parents have. Yeah. Up in Lancaster. Uh-huh. And it was that same good It was like a Honda like, I, manual and stuff. Yeah. Um, dealing with car dealerships nowadays is absolutely insane. Yeah. Because used cars that are two years old with like 50,000 miles on them are worth basically the same. Like you're going to pay the same amount of money for those as you are brand new car. I've heard that. It's so weird, man. And... 
when you're negotiating the price, haggling over the price, and eventually you're going to come to a point where I'm like, this is the amount I'm going to pay for this car. No more. And they're going to say, well, we're not going to take less than this amount. Somebody will buy it. Yeah, that's what they say. Well, you know, okay, good luck finding a car. See ya. <laughs> Back in the day, they would chase you down in the parking lot. <laughs> like tackle you like no so, please buy this car no the sweet little ride. yeah they uh were were like do whatever to get you to buy a car from them. now they're like okay cool you don't want to buy the car next what well, one of the things they say that contributed to that was the cash for clunkers it took a lot of the cars out of circulation you think so it really i never heard that so that was obama yeah mm. cuz he was doing the cash for clunkers to, in the hopes of people would buy electric vehicles. Is that right? Or hybrid vehicles? Is that what it was? I remember. It might have been. I think they were doing cash for clunkers, and then they started doing like a huge tax rebate if you bought a hybrid vehicle. What I think, in my mind, my crazy conspiracy theorist mind, is that they wanted people to get rid of their old vehicles, what I would call analog yeah. vehicles. Yeah. And get new digital vehicles that are connected to satellites and computers. See, that's one of the crazy things I've heard. I just read this on the internet, so you take away the ground salt. Yeah. But apparently, some of these electric cars, they have two batteries. Because they have so many whiz bangs on. Yeah. They'll actually be going overnight. You'll turn off, and it'll wake itself up in the night to download, like, something and fix it and you'll wake uh-huh. up and your battery will be dead mm. well i do know you know the um onstar system uh onstar with gm they can turn your car off remotely with uh, a satellite right yeah. so if they can turn your car off can they turn it on do you think i would, I would imagine that would make so. sense right um if they can turn your car on remotely and turn it off remotely can they control your throttle I remotely th- I'm pretty sure they can lock the doors and stuff, too. They can of... lock and unlock the doors, for sure. If you get locked out, you call OnStar, and they'll pop your doors open, right? Do you think they can control your throttle and braking? Uh, <laughs> apparently, there was some conspiracy theory that some guy who was against electric cars got killed. He ran into a tree. Well, said, that guy was in L.A. So, uh, uh, he was actually... Uh, expose some of the bullshit going on in Afghanistan uh, with Stanley McChrystal. And um, I think his name was Rich, Mark Rich, maybe. That's something rich. But he was a journalist for Rolling Stone. And he drove a brand new, he had a brand new Mercedes uh, that was all electric and connected. But it was like a, um, had a big engine. I think it was like a V10 or V12 engine or something like that. Uh, <clears throat> and um, yeah, he hit a tree going well over 100 miles an hour. I think the uh, engine block, they found like an eighth of a mile down the road, oh, something like that. And um, he was sending out texts to some of his friends like, hey, if you see news about me killing myself, it's not true. <laughs> and people are like, what the fuck's going on, man? This is really <laughs> weird. And the next thing you know, they say he got hopped up on Adderall and drove his car into a tree on purpose. Uh, so, I ask again, do you think... They can control your throttle via satellite. I think they can. Yeah. They, in the big, like, capital T, they. Right? Um, Alphabet boys. Yeah, there you go. Um, But 
With all that being said, I'm buying a brand new 2022 Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm big enough target for them to worry about. Hopefully not. They'll just send a predator drone over my house and oh, hit me with a mess. <laughs> or poison the whiskey. Have have a, somebody show up with a bottle of whiskey and Uh-oh. poison me. <laughs> what what did I have you do before I drank that whiskey? Uh, I drank a song. There you go. I made I made Mr. Thomerson drink the whiskey before I would drink. <laughs> oh man. It only makes sense. I was only half joking about it, but I was half serious. <laughs> um but I fully trust you. I, I checked you out before I invited you out here. <laughs> I know where you used to work. I talked to your former coworkers. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, mean the one that that one the um, the dark haired one. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So we talked about the asteroid that almost killed us that nobody cared about. Um. What What do you know about Department of Homeland Security? What do you think about that? I know. Um. It seems like the new guy. Mayorkas or whatever, mm-hmm. he's like talking out both sides of his mouth because they had a, uh, they had like enforcement stuff, but also they were going to drop that Title Forty Two stuff. Yeah. Uh, so what would that do? Title Forty Two was they could immediately deport because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, also something about the the kids. Uh, the, the kids, kids in the cages. Uh, Something like that. They go straight to the Biden mansion, to the White House, to <laughs> yeah. get their adrenochrome drained out? That's, uh, that's <laughs> what? What's exactly the where I was going. Is it? No. But, uh, <laughs> so what it, like, so the, they had, they were separating kids yeah. from their adult coyotes. Yeah. Right? So a lot of people, there's a crazy amount of human trafficking mm-hmm. that happens on their southern border. Um, some people would say our southern border is allowed to be open the way it is because they want to allow human trafficking. But that would, you'd get called a crazy conspiracy theorist. For that. that would be a crazy conspiracy. Um, so these kids that are supposedly held in cages, right? Yeah. Like they, Trump, they were all over Trump because he was holding kids in cages. Yeah. But Obama was doing it, mm-hmm. right? And Biden does it. So this Title Forty Two that they're dropping. Are they going to stop putting these kids in cages? I think that's the thing where they can deport it, so I don't know. So the kids are still going to be in cages. They'll just be... uh, No cameras allowed. No cameras allowed. (laughs) (laughs) They're just not going to talk about it, so it doesn't exist anyway. All right. Straight to the uh, Vanderbilt mansion. Uh, you go to the basement of Biltmore Mansion. Anderson <laughs> Cooper is has those kids locked up. Yeah. Anderson Cooper was one of those kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you see this new um, lady that got hired by D- and, or hired by the White House, I guess, to be a part of the DHS to, that people are calling she's like the, the Minister of Truth. I have seen that. I've heard about disinformation. Yeah, they're gonna, the, she is the one who's going to start basically prosecuting people or investigating people who are putting out disinformation, in quotes, which would be like whoever's in charge could say, oh, that's disinformation. 
and we need to look into this. Yeah. Um, are they a Russian bot? <laughs> like a Russian disinformation? Agent? I know one of the biggest ones in the 2016. It was a guy. He was making about ten thousand a month, supposedly. Ten he, G's a month. He was a he was a Democrat, supposedly. Uh huh. And he was making. He was like, oh, these stupid Trump retards. <laughs> Well, they yeah. eat up all these clickbait. Right, right. Oh, well, well, well. Welcome to the show, Mr. Mike. Let me hand over these headphones to you that are making my ear sweat. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's like a toilet seat when you sit down in a porta john and the toilet seat is warm. Yes. I hope to God it's in there correctly because we've been talking for like an hour. We already did our commercial break. You want to do another one while you get settled in? Are you ready to roll? I've got to reset this mic. Okay. We'll pause. Take another commercial break. The Swamp Fox Podcast Network is proud to announce our new sponsor, the Swamp Log Artisans Gallery. An old Bishopville building is a home to a store unlike any you have ever experienced. Gift shop, furniture store, local history museum, and art gallery. It's all of these things. There's an inventory here found nowhere else. Presented with an opportunity to make a personal connection to heirloom quality pieces that will honor our heritage and enrich your family's lives for generations to come. Here you will carefully select your pieces created by 60 fine woodworkers, artisans, and artists. The backbone of our store is products handmade from lumber, which is sawn from old-growth sinker logs recovered from the muddy, dark bottoms of South Carolina's rivers and swamps. These logs were lost over 125 years ago as they were transported on the waterways and were recovered with scuba equipment. Check them out at www.swamplogartisans.com or visit them at 229 North Main Street in downtown Bishopville, South Carolina. Yeah, man, I'm super excited about the uh, kiln-dried lumber. Mm -hmm. You just buy the rough-cut slabs. Yeah. And also the paintings. Mm -hmm. Um, No, they've got some really cool stuff. I want to see that. I mean, it's just beautiful framework, and from looking at this brochure, some pretty nice art. Uh, I might go out there today. Are they open today? Yeah. Awesome. So I would love it for Swamp uh, the Swamp Fox Network people to uh, support this company and just let them know where you heard about it. We're back. We are back. I'm here. Mike kicked in the door, so <laughs> rudely interrupted our discussion. We were right. talking about the new Ministry of Truth at the DHS. Mm. And... It really is that they're basically they're calling it um, the office of whatever disinformation or whatever. But it's straight out of 1984. Hmm. Like if you say something against the powers that be, you're going to come under the all seeing eye of Sauron and uh, be under investigation from the DHS. What is this? Homeland Did- Security Disinformation Governance Board. That's what it's called. Okay. Oh, that dude looks like. Um, he looks like the dude from Amazon. Bezos? Yeah, he looks like Jeff Bezos. He looks a lot like Bezos. Yeah. They're probably in the same cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? They probably spanked each other. It's probably a clone. Them. You know they're up to that shit. <laughs> Clones, yeah. <laughs> like the Mark Zuckerberg um, cyborg that, right. that was in front of the Congress. Um, yeah, so that, that's a new um, interesting development mm-hmm. in the Ministry of Truth. They have uh, a whole bunch of interesting characters at the White House now working for this Biden administration. Uh, most interesting enough is Biden himself, the meat puppet. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't he at something? I saw uh, the correspondence. Yeah, ball. they just had the correspondence dinner. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That looks like a hoot. Yeah, the 
probably one of the most fun places to be. Right uh, I would bet. The uh, what are they called? Disney? The um, more, uh, it's the most magical place. The most magical place and happiest place in the world. Yeah. So now that they're um, defunct, mm-hmm. they're, they're on the outs, right? With Florida, now the Correspondence Center is the happiest place on earth. That'd be a shame if uh, Disney went under. Ah, oh, crying shame. Yeah. All that um, child grooming and right. Uh, Club 33. <laughs> Among many other things. <laughs> and on and on and on and on. Supposedly, Walt Disney was not a member of that infamous organization. You know, what do you think? He, uh, I mean, he was a raging anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a fact. Okay, so I that's part of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's step one. Yep. Right? Uh, what else? He had... Um, a ton of references to astrology in a lot of his yep. movies, witchcraft. Yep. And, yep. Yep. Um, I mean, a lot of that just comes from uh, and, uh, ripping off old fairy tales and such. Yeah, uh, Grimm's, yeah Grimm's fairy yeah. tales and all that. Um, but genius, I mean, pure genius on his part. You know, I mean, he, he made a lot of kids happy. Yep. He made a ton of money, and um, he's an American success story, right? Might be back. They still got him frozen. I think. Yeah, they froze his head. Yeah, I think his head's in cryogenics. Didn't I steal Bugs Bunny from him? Apparently, yeah, Bugs Bunny was from, um, was that from oh, Grimm's Fairy Tales? It, was, it came from somewhere. He didn't come up with that himself. Tortoise oh, and the Hare? Like I like think that. it might have been Tortoise and the Hare. Might have been. Might where have. it's like, you know, the rabbit the rabbit was kind of a smart ass, mm-hmm. you know, but, but Bugs Bunny was like a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, that's enough about the DHS uh, and Walt Disney we already talked about the giant asteroid that zipped by Earth. Oh, another one? It was like eight, eight times, eight football fields wide. It was within the um, orbit of the moon. Hmm. It was within the distance from here to the what moon. What kind of warning did we have on that one? About two days. Oh. So, no, one day. It was one day. It was like, hey, 2, 2 p.m. today, an asteroid's going to fly insanely close to the Earth. But don't worry about it. It's not going to hit us. Where are you at, Space Force? Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, they haven't even started their first boot camp yet. No. Yeah, so it's it's coming, though. It's going to start this summer. Hmm. I don't know what it's going to entail. I would love to see a video of what Space Force boot camp. Right. It's like... Um, they just get those moon boots from the It's probably be all, all green screen. <laughs> just You just stand in front of a green screen and pretend you're walking in space. Maybe. I think that's what it is. <laughs> You get to see the set of where. The, it, meanwhile, <laughs> dude, at Kennedy Space Center, they actually have a moonscape with the Apollo um, lander, and it's like it's a in in the original. Like you're sitting in the seats of where the supposed, you know, where they landed the from mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. But you're sitting there, and you look to your left, and you're like, "There's a." Moonscape right there, like right. a background of stars, and the- <laughs> looks remarkably similar to <laughs> what was on TV. <laughs> what the hell? Am I the only one thinking this is really strange that they're just like letting us in? But that's part of their cult, right? Yeah, Mike? no, they got to let you know. They got to let you know. They got to put it in your face. It's the law. Oh boy, local news. All right, let's get into it, and this will be fairly quick. What a. There's too many damn signs out right now. Bro. <laughs> I That's exactly... Look at what's on my computer screen. <laughs> Campaign sign regulations, uh, right? Yeah. All right. So, Cursor County does have an ordinance about campaign signs. So, I'm driving home one day, mm-hmm. and I see a sign laying down 
on my property. Mm. I was like, what the hell is this? Somebody just threw a sign out in my woods? And um, it was one of the, um, who's the Julian Burns plant? Um, Hutto. Okay. Brent Hutto. And um, I was like, okay, well, fuck that guy. I don't care if his sign got kicked down, but why is it on my property? Look up the origin of the name Hutto when you get a chance, folks. Oh, okay. Is it Hessian? Uh, no. no. Okay, we'll look it up. <laughs> um, so I was like, well, whatever. You know, somebody threw a sign in my yard mm-hmm. on my property. And um, a few days later, I see another Hutto sign stuck in the ground on my property. <laughs> I was like, so there's one thrown in the woods and then there's one stuck into my property. Yeah. Fuck that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked my permission. When and, you were uh, picking through those regulations, did you see anything about uh, how close it can be to a fire hydrant? Uh, not a fire hydrant, but I'll tell you, if anything is within six feet of a fire hydrant, it's going to get taken out. Well, there are a handful of Julie Burns's in Be- uh, Bethune just right upon it. Well, they need to be removed. It. So let's let's Come dig on. into this this um, <laughs> this zoning regulation. This comes straight out of the county planning and zoning department. Which, you know, everybody's favorite people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it is section three, colon, 3.4-3A, Unified Code of Zoning and Land Development Regulations. So it's easy to find, obviously. Um, it's It talks about one sign per street frontage, per candidate. So, like, you can't have a hundred no. signs in your front yard. Right. Unless it's a public uh, public <clears throat> building, because apparently that's fine. Quite a few, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. Um, it's the opposite of fine. So <laughs> if the property lies on a corner or double frontage, you can have one on each side. Um, number two, signs in areas zoned as residential cell shall not exceed six square feet. That's a pretty big sign, six mm, square feet. Two by three. I mean, Is that's that what most of them are. Yeah. Okay, that's what Burns and Hutto have signs mm-hmm. that big. I haven't seen anybody else with signs that big. Um, the signs in areas not zoned residential shall not exceed 20 square feet and shall not exceed 10 feet in height. That's a big ass sign. Well, I think we ought to do our civic duty. And run around with a tape measure, tape and measure, just, and just see if, if they follow the yeah, and, and remove them. Number, no, 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 just uh, remove them. do do our duty. Yeah, I mean, maybe it, I think that should be part of the county cleanup. Yeah, you know, um, number three, no sign shall be placed in any right of way, on any telephone pole, street sign, fence, on any public property, or within a driveway or intersection site triangle. Okay, well, four which, feet out from the road. Over the curb, yeah, is 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 public right away, right? And so, if you go beyond that, what is that called? That's private, private property, property, right? Or public property, which I'm sure is it in can, there somewhere. Well, it just that. says you can't put it on public property. Okay. So uh, uh, all of these signs are out illegally. Every single candidate could be. Now, there's no teeth to this. I don't know what the penalty is for breaking this regulation. I don't know. But we don't need any more government. We can take care of this ourselves. So, number four. Temporary campaign and election signs shall not be illuminated. Okay. Uh, okay. So, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. That would be distracting. Number five. In accordance with South Carolina law, no such political signs shall be placed within 200 feet of any building in which an election poll is being conducted. That's... Everybody knows that one. Mm-hmm. Um, six... 
if the sign is placed on the property by someone other than the property owner, the property owner upon whose land the sign is placed shall give written permission for the placement of said sign and will be held responsible for violations. So you went ahead and talked to Brent Hutto earlier and gave him uh, Absolutely not. Did oh. you see the signs over there that I have collected? I, I sure did. Because all of those were on my personal property. Yeah, Hutto, uh, Tidwell, mm-hmm. um, who's the lady running for coroner? Beverly uh, something. Cardell. Car- Cassidy. Cor- Cassidy. Cassidy. And uh, Shannon O'Lear mm-hmm. were all on my property. One person. I messaged everybody. Yeah. One person responded, and that was Shannon O'Lear. Hmm. And she said, I don't know why my sign would be put there, because we checked the list of where all of our signs yeah. are, and that spot was not one of them. Was, well, it sounds like a supporter or a troll. And I mean. she she came and got her sign. Oh, that's cool. And she's a very pleasant lady. Um, you she should just, have talked to her and get on the show. I, I was going to, <laughs> but I thought, eh, she just came out here and get her sign. I don't want to bother her. Maybe, maybe next show we'll get her on. Oh, well, um, when the next one pops up out there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. I got a collection. And you know what I'm going to do? Hmm. I'm going to go put these back where they belong on the property of the people who put them here. Okay. So the candidates... Who put? Who are responsible for these signs? You're going to have your signs in your yard, hmm. you know, because that's they're your signs. They're so your signs. I'm going to return them to you. Yeah. Um, number seven: All such signs shall be erected no sooner than 60 days in advance of each specific election or referendum. Were these signs out put out? I think they're all past Easter when the signs start yeah. showing up, so they're good. Yeah. Right. That's fine. Even though you put them in places you're not supposed to be putting, mm-hmm. um, and then they all they have to be removed within seven days after the election or referendum. Um, well, I'm sure there's going to be a handful. Greenville of County, the, or the city of Greenville, the candidates have 48 hours to get their Damn. signs back. <laughs> right, 48 hours, or now. what? Or you'll uh, get a stern talking to. Ooh. Apparently, Uh-oh. I don't know. Nobody says what the. I looked at the regulation on the Kershaw County site. I could not find anywhere what the um, I mean, consequences littering, were. Littering. I mean, they, they yeah, littering. Uh, and that's uh, pretty soon we're going to have a sheriff's deputy that's only going to be in charge of uh, catching littering, litter bugs, right? Okay. Very important. I job. mean, he could just post up outside at any one of the uh, trash collection trash points. collection places <laughs> and just start. Well, then he would be busting the county government yeah. for littering right. in their own county. Which because. is probably what needs to happen. Yeah. So. yeah. There's, there should be some tickets written. Mm-hmm. Um, which we can pay for. Then it will come out <laughs> of our own pockets and we're going to be basically, yeah, screwing ourselves. Um, so, for the political signs, like, folks, that's enough. Enough's enough. Dude, get on Facebook. And, and these and signs, to me, it's like high school a class president. Mm-hmm. Like, Okay, cool. You made a cool sign, so I'm going to vote for you? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. I mean, that's exactly it. That's the vast majority of how people think. I'm going to get a soda machine in the cafeteria mm-hmm. for everybody. <laughs> Yay! Except for- <laughs> it's I'm going to have my cousin make millions of dollars yeah. off of you. Uh, so, the uh, speaking of making millions, <laughs> the two candidates remaining. Because Tom Marable dropped out. Oh, did he? Yeah, he dropped out. Um, okay. That might have been one of his people out removing one that I just yes. saw. Yeah. yeah. He he had his folks go out and take the signs down, which was what you're supposed to do. Right, well, good on you, Tom, for uh, not leaving your trash all over the place. Apparently, right, um, 
somebody said something to the National Guard about violating Hatch Act about because he's a DOD civilian employee okay. on his full-time job, and then he's also in the National Guard as a pilot. Can you go ahead and elaborate on the Hatch Act? The Hatch Act was like nobody, no DOD employee can run for a political office. Okay. Uh, so he was. it was either like leave your job or stop running for office, mm-hmm. apparently. I guess that's what it was. Um, I I haven't gotten verification of that. I've heard from one of the candidates that that might be possibly yeah. what it was. Um, so if those are the rules, them's the rules, mm-hmm. right? I, I guess I don't know. Um, so now it's between Julie Burns and Katie Gwynn. Yep. Um, but the, those two candidates, both of them, just had a meeting with the. Realtors Association or something like that. Mm. Is that right? Is that what they call themselves? An association? And they were going to give their endorsement of one of these two candidates. I wonder who they went with. (laughs) uh, I'm going to sneeze here in a second. But um, my comment was they're going to give their endorsement to whoever has and will enrich them the most. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to have two more, by the way. I was sneezing (laughs) threes. But... uh, yeah, so it was – that's obvious, yeah, right? No, I mean, that's, that's how <laughs> politics work. One more. Um, so who would that be? Who do you think is going to get that endorsement, man? Hmm. The Let me rack my brain yeah, right? to try to figure out. The lady who hasn't participated in massive corruption and uh, – yet. Urbanization. And urbanization. Or urbanization the guy of the country. Oh, yeah. That is – Stuffed his wallet weird with your money. So Julie years. Burns likes to say, "I'm I'm a tree farmer. I'm a tree, you know, right?" Yeah. And, and no, your your dad was a tree farmer. Right. You're selling off family land. I tell you what, that ain't a that ain't a <laughs> that ain't a good thing in my book, anyways. A tree farmer, yeah. <laughs> fuck that. All these damn pine trees. Um, he's sell they the Burns family is selling off chunks of family land, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't have a problem with. No. Right? That's totally fine, legit. You sell your land. Make your money, man. Not if, to me, though. Right. No, no they're not selling it to, to me, you, yeah. anybody. They're We're selling just paying it. for it. That's all. Right. Well, eventually, it's going to, it's, really, it's going to the developers. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is, right? Who are going to be receiving massive uh, tax breaks or no taxes whatsoever. Or to friends of the Burns family yep. who will eventually profit from development. Mm-hmm. Um, as evidenced by every other time he's done this. like Yeah. And, you know, if we were to bring this up in front of county council, we'd get gaveled down like mm-hmm. that guy, uh, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would get escorted out by the police. So, basically, we are living in a, a police state here in Kershaw County where our county chairman, the chairman of the county council, can bang his gavel did you see when he pointed at that deputy and said, mm-hmm. remove this man from yep. the council chamber? Yep. And that deputy did not hesitate nope. to escort that Mark guy out of the nope. chamber. One more oath breaker in the club. I mean, yeah. it's, well, it's, that's that's that guy who did that. Mm-hmm. He was the deputy of the year for 2021, oh. by the way. Hmm. Not the not the real deputy of the year. No, because he, he was got the one, fired for. Right. The real deputy of the year was Dexter Handy. Yep. Um, he's the people's deputy of the year, even though he didn't end up running for. Mm-hmm. Sheriff, for personal reasons, that's okay, and I'm not going to put those personal reasons out. But I'm going to say, uh, you know, he did what he had to do. No. It's all the rest of the coward 
deputy police mm-hmm. officers, law enforcement officers in this area region. Yeah. That not only will they not, not speak no, out against it's this nation. This nation. Well, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, look at L.A. County Sheriff. I've yep. been sharing that on the inner circle. Yep. Yep. Um, that son of a bitch is clearly above the law, mm-hmm. and he knows it. Uh, he just said, I'm going to investigate this reporter who has been looking into crimes by the police. Yep. He's going to turn. <laughs> you know, in China, it's pretty common for local law enforcement to come around to individual mm-hmm. homes and business owners. Weird. And accept uh Gifts, right. yeah, mon- gifts, money. I mean, they don't call just it gifts. No, yeah, yeah, just gifts of appreciation. Yeah. I mean, at least they have the balls to be open with their corruption and, and bullshit. Oh, beautiful yeah. fiance is here with glassware. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing stock. Oh, your your mm-hmm. stock. Okay. Y'all can get one of those. If you you didn't bring any beer out to us. No. Get out. <laughs> get out. Oh, okay. Dinner's in the oven. How much? How much time we have? Half hour. Did you do one whole meatloaf, or you did the muffins? Oh, muffin muffins. Meatloaf. Yeah, I've never tried that before. with cheese sauce. It's like well, when obviously. I don't feel like waiting for an hour and trying to make the meatloaf. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Plus, uh, the house would get like three hundred degrees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the oven, <laughs> it's already ninety degrees today. Meatloaf yeah. and super secret special cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Who puts barbecue sauce on their meatloaf? The barbecue sauce, I can see. Not ketchup. People do ketchup. Like people ketchup, ketchup, man. On top no. Yeah. Ketchup, yeah. dude. I thought everybody did ketchup. No. Well, anybody who's not a communist does well, ketchup. Call me a communist. <laughs> <laughs> but anarchist. ketchup on shit, man. You're an anarchist. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm damn right. <laughs> barbecue sauce is an ingredient that goes inside my mixture. Come here, man. Okay. Now, did you... Uh, Get on this microphone. Did you follow all the rules of the uh, North American Canning Association when I did. Uh, processing this? Of course, I did. And so that that broth you brought, or it's stock, it's mm-hmm. not broth, stock, right? Yeah. Um, For example, <clears throat> you're talking about following the rules of canning. Mm-hmm. Your broth was canned for a period of time that was required for my meatballs because mm-hmm. they went in the canner together. So if you mix items together mm-hmm. like that, which that have the longest exactly. Mm-hmm. So if they sense? have a different time. The, whichever one is the longest, which meatballs needed to can for 75 minutes. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, 75 minutes. And your broth was only 20. Yeah. But it's not going to hurt broth. Super Probably for the best because that uh, wasn't too sterile when I put the stuff in there. <laughs> 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 well, actually, I guess it would be real sterile. It had some pretty sterile stuff in it before. So. <laughs> would you make some moonshine stock? Yeah, them? maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of moonshine, mm-hmm. our, our guest, Tom Thomerson, was asking about our uh, sassafras mead over there. Oh, yeah. And um, we were talking about- I think we need to get possib- the actually correct stopper. So. Well, we were going to talk about, um, Mike and I were discussing the, the possibility of you turning it into ethanol mm-hmm. for to fuel the tractors, right? Yeah. I think we could probably do that because cool. the yeast- it, it is, there is alcohol, yeah. Um, yeah. and it just needs to be distilled into ethanol. With the, uh, we got some homebrew supplies around here. We mm-hmm. can pull out the uh, little bricks meter, see what, what kind of gravity it's got going on. Yeah, I broke mine. Yeah. Those things are so oh, fragile, no. man. No, man. If you, it's if you, insane. I just barely tapped it on my burner, and it shattered into a billion pieces. If you own two, you'll never break one, but if you own one. <laughs> that is crazy, that's dude. And the guy was like, hey, man, be very careful with this thing. It's gonna." And I used it one time, and I tapped it on the edge of the burner, and it, I was like, holy shit, I that guy how, was not I have no idea how mine still 
haven't broken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. They're because you have two of them. Yeah, right. Well, I've got a, I've one. got a alchemeter and a gravity. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah mine was just a. Uh, did your kids get a hold of the bread and butter pickles? Oh, those have been gone. Dude, that's <laughs> yeah. so good. They turned out so good. Did you try the dill pickles? I didn't get the dill pickles. Give I had my some own dill pickles. He probably got, loved them. We got plenty of dill pickles. His nasty ass probably like them. We tried them. <laughs> it was just too soon. There was something. Well, we put red pepper flakes, mm-hmm. and I think something happened with the vinegar and red pepper flakes. Yeah. Or there's something chemically. I mean, vinegar it. extracts. You'll be able to tell. Yeah. Like when you taste it, you'll probably be like, "Oh yeah, I this am is." I'm curious. What I wanted to wait and try them again, but if Will they still taste jar? off, I want your. Will you go get a jar first? No, because I forgot how hot it gets out here in the summertime. Okay. Week. I'm gonna go start the rest of the movie. Okay, thank you, baby. Make myself a drink. Yes, ma'am. See you soon. Mm-hmm. Bye. I made up uh, some macaroni and cheese yesterday. Put yeah. about three pounds of different cheeses into that. Good lord, oh, boy, hell, yeah. Right. I'll have fun shitting next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> For me, that would tear my guts up, dude. I would be like on the toilet like five times. The next day, not not to let. I mean, well, I guess there you are. Everybody knows my uh, <laughs> bowel situation. <laughs> All right, what were we talking about? Tom Marable. Tom Marable's out. Julie Burns, Kitty Gwynn, Katie and, Gwen. and uh, Julie now. Yeah. Uh, so, in my opinion, it's anybody but Burns. Yeah. Um, but you could also vote Matt. You could write in. Yeah, write in that. You could write in Vladimir Putin. You yeah. could write in uh, this uh, frozen head of Walt Disney. <laughs> I, Any option. You know, Katie Gwynn, before Tom dropped out, mm-hmm. she agreed to come on to do uh, like a, a round table discussion with all the candidates. Yeah. Uh, so maybe she'll still come on and talk with us and we could talk about. I don't think we're getting Julie out here. But. Well, I'm going to ask him. Yeah. No, him. He's too much of a coward. I definitely no, sure. will call him a yellow bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's a scary cat. Um, caught a little glimpse of him uh, yesterday. Yesterday, he's so creepy looking. Oh, for sure. Did you get any of his creepy text messages? Uh, no, but I've seen quite a few people. Some people on have been getting text messages. Mm-hmm. These political spam text messages. Also, Facebook ads, mm-hmm. which I um, immediately report as sexually inappropriate. <laughs> um, any chance I get, <clears throat> which. How much money did that cost, man? How much did oh, that cost that to get a Facebook cheap. ad and then get like robotext? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of bow ties. Yeah, right. It is. <laughs> he could have bought a lot of bow ties for those. Them. Things are pretty targeted. Uh, <laughs> they can they can select just uh, one region. Yeah, um, that, I think the most part of it was now. people in Elgin that yeah, I, I saw probably, getting them. Right, probably. Yeah, because um, he's got Camden locked down, mm-hmm. and then the next population center after that is Elgin. And he knows Bethune and Cassett aren't. Aren't going that way. <laughs> you barely see a sign up here for that son of yeah. a bitch because people don't fucking like him. Uh, not unless Maybe. it's uh, covering up a fire hydrant, you don't. Yeah. I wonder, do you think Julian Burns would come up to the Highway 1 Cafe and uh, do a... I mean, he'd make his rounds. Uh, he'd shake everybody's hands. Uh, a ta- uh, city hall or a uh, uh, town hall town meeting. Hall, yeah. yeah, town hall meeting. Give us a little stump speech and uh, get the hell out of my town. Yeah. I bet he'd probably get a pork chop thrown at him. He might. He might. <laughs> if you show up on pork chop day. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd come in, make his round. I bet he has already. I mean, you see all the cars up there. I wouldn't be surprised I if he comes I in. I know the sheriff and Rock have mm-hmm. I've been up there. Um, 
I don't think Julie Burns has had the balls to step into Cassie. Mm. Mm-hmm. He know. goes to Bethune for sure. I don't think it's it's an issue of balls. I think he knows he just he's knows. got Lugoff Elgin. losing cause. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got Camden, Lugoff, and Elgin locked down. That's, he definitely has Camden. Votes he's from. got the, the rich streets. Mm-hmm. Rich white streets, I should say. Locked down. Yeah. Um, I wonder what North and East Camden are like. I uh, can't see too many votes coming out of that area. but uh, Or south of DeKalb. Mm-hmm. I, I, I bet no. No. Um, <clears throat> and those are the people who need to go out and vote for Katie Gwynn right. or for me. Yeah. Or write in yourself. I don't care. Abraham Lincoln. See, I mean, I'm not usually on the vote against the lesser of two evils. I mean, this is purely out of spite. Yeah. For, no, for Julie. I want, I, want, I want him to be embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I would love cool. to never see that man again. That'd be totally fine by me. Unfortunately, I think he's just going to stroll right in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, four years or however long it is. I mean, Katie is might. Two years? Or four years? I don't even know. I don't know. Is, uh, is Frankie's up for re-election too? He is, but he is the only candidate on the ballot. Mm. So stay home. Don't vote for him. Yeah. Or vote Matt. Yeah. I'm going to vote for myself. Yeah. Matthew Hutchison for sheriff. Spelled funny. H-U-T-C-H. I S O N. There it is. Just write Hutch on there. Everybody knows you're talking about. <laughs> um, did you see the news Friday that came out that BB got convicted? I did not. Yeah, he was convicted mm. of murder. And then I guess his wife's case is coming up this week, mm. which will probably be a pretty quick trial. That was him. Um, so yeah. Convicted murder. I'm not sure. I guess they got to go into the sentencing phase now. I, I mm-hmm. thought they said live without parole already. Really? Know. Did they? I thought I read. So what is life at um, at a state? Is that a federal? I believe it's 25 years. 25? Yeah. And then, so 25, and then it's probably like 80% of 25. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he might shake it out. I mean, it's so strange how they do that sentencing, right? No, you would think if they said life without parole, you're yeah. going to be in there until you die. No, 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 that's not the case. Not at all. Even like if they give you a 30 year sentence, you're probably only going to do like 20% mm-hmm. of that 80 years. Then they'll put you on parole for a while. Yeah. And then you'll be done. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Thomerson, do you, are you looking that up now about what? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, Eighty percent of twenty-five would be nineteen years. Nineteen years. So okay. So if he does nineteen years, but they said without parole, right? What was the well, evidence? Sent us to life in prison. I thought. Okay, so they said life in prison. So he could be eligible for parole. It's possible. What is what is life in prison in the state of South Carolina? Can you look that up? Because I know it's it's only a certain amount of years. It's so mm-hmm. strange. And it's different between federal and state. I know, like, you can't spend more than 365 days in a county jail. The, yeah. Anything more than 365, or 365 and, and above, it has to be a state mm-hmm. prison. Right? And then there's certain things that depend whether you're going to a state prison or a federal prison. Yeah. See, Giggle says that. All right. For purposes of this section, life or life imprisonment means until death of the offender without the possibility of parole. That's for, Oh, that's South Carolina Code of Laws. Okay, so in South Carolina, life is life until you die. That doesn't mean you can't get put on parole. Yeah. <clears throat> but he, no death penalty, right? Did no, they talk about him. what the evidence was that proved beyond a reasonable doubt that he 
committed this murder? I think a lot of it was circumstantial. Um, and then the, the jury's just like, yeah, yeah, let's convict everybody, whoever comes in front of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think his own wife's she testified against him. She said he yeah. His wife's testimony? Child. Oh, his wife testified so, against him? I know. Um, or ex-wife? I they, guess. they found the body by like a mystery note. Yeah, somebody body. wrote. Do yeah. you think that was her? I don't know. It was It was in Lee County. Though, so. yeah. The body was in the Lee County? The body was in Lee County. But the I letter can, was written to Kershaw County Sheriff's yeah. Office, right? I can remember when this occurred. I knew. I heard about it mm-hmm. a couple days after. It had, well, the guy was missing. Yeah. I knew right where that was. Was it like a love was. triangle or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. More or less. Uh, yeah. I mean, drugs again. Drugs. It was, okay. it was the same thing you got arrested for again for assaulting somebody yeah. with drugs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there was the wife was involved too. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot going on so, in this case. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's shitty. Did, he's, uh, he's got kids. He's if got she it. knew, so if Mrs. BB mm-hmm. knew where the body was buried, she would probably be accomplice yes. after the fact. And or I assume that that is going to be come a commission up. of a crime. Like, we're going to get an answer on this here yeah. shortly when, in her trial. Um, um, I assume that she plead out with okay with with that. So she'd probably get like twenty five years or something. Maybe whatever. Um, it really the whole situation really sucks. I mean, they have yeah. kids. They have young kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the store. Yeah. What's yeah. going to happen? I don't know. I don't see it going anywhere. But you don't think so? Who's somebody? You think somebody will come in and run it? I think there's a fella that actually owns it. Okay. I think she just works there. So. Uh, well, I know Mister BB got in a shouting match with the mayor of Bethune yeah. apparently over a dumpster. Yep. Um, so I'm sure she's happy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> allegedly, they had some beef going on before then. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I mean, that mayor of Bethune is, is a fucking tyrant. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's out of control. Kind of micromanaging things? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she still thinks that Bethune is back in its heyday like from the powerhouse of yeah. the county. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's just not anymore, and it needs uh, to be treated. It really looks like a ghost town, honestly. I mean, I buy my feed and seed up there. Yeah. Um, yep. There's a fine gentleman mm-hmm. over by the railroad tracks. I wish I could remember. Do you know the name of the store? No. Farm something, something, but uh, dude, I get yeah. uh, a fifty-pound bag of hog feed for thirteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. You go to go to Tractor Supply and try to pay it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, gonna. He's got great deals up there, and it's South Carolina feed. It's, yep. it's made here in South Carolina. <clears throat> um, I get my chicken feed from there too, and I also bought my starter plants from. Them. And uh, I I go to the hardware store mm-hmm. up in Bethune. I use the trash collection point in Bethune, which yep. is clean as a whistle, man. Yep. They take good care of it. Yeah, no, place. that that fellow up there running the show up there, he's uh he's awesome. Um, uh, besides that, I, I've never eaten in any. There's two little small cafe restaurants yep. there, right? Yep. I heard uh, they're pretty good, actually. I mean, the the ones always hopping. Um, Bracey's Cafe yeah. is uh it's pretty good. Okay. They have a uh, mask requirement. Up on their door, so I haven't gone there in a long time. Is it a suggestion or a requirement? No, it's a requirement. Yeah. Um, but I know they had a hell of a time getting up and running. So, yeah. uh, well, I wish them luck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're not going to hate on them for whatever. If you want people entering your business to mm-hmm. wear a mask, that's your prerogative. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of great restaurants, the Highway One Cafe. Okay, have you been there lately? Uh, not lately. Not since the last time I was there with you, Mister Thomerson. You been? 
How dare you? Uh-huh. <laughs> that place is awesome, man. Like I said, I mentioned the pork chop night. They have mm-hmm. pork chops and collard greens and all the, the fixins. Um, it's really good. They they actually they'll bring a grill and grill pork chops right outside to put on the buffet. It's awesome. Um, the vote mat special okay, is alive and well there. Uh, it's not official yet, of course, <laughs> but they do have a chicken Philly cheesesteak. You can get put over floppy fries mm-hmm. and um, no bun, but it's really good. Get some ranch dressing on the side. Frankie, if you come on out, I'll uh, get the get, vote mat. I'll buy you a vote mat special. Yeah, you can get a picture. Of it. <laughs> Chicken Philly cheesesteak over fries with ranch dressing is amazing, <laughs> man. It's really good. Plus, you know, less carbs. Yeah. So I mean, there's good still a shitload of carbs there with the fries. Well, <laughs> whatever, dude. It's good for you. It's good for your tummy. Yeah. It'll warm your heart. Um, again, I want to thank our good friend, John. I mentioned him early in the show. Mm-hmm. The song that will be our outro was um, shown to me. I, saw, I first heard it over at John's house when I was shooting some pool with him today. Yep. So hopefully we can make that happen at the end of the show, even though you like to pick different songs yeah. uh, to put on the end. And I'll send you like five links for songs. And you're like, no, I'm going to put this one on. Man, I, I got a system. And then it ends up <laughs> being way better. <laughs> That's why I told our uh, Tom here that uh, – I'll suggest songs, and you're like, no, nah, I want to play this song instead. And I'm like, damn it, it's better than the one I suggested. I got a system if uh, <clears throat> if it's a well-known enough band, I don't touch it. But uh, yeah, okay, well, I'll this, throw one out there every once in a while. I didn't never heard of this guy, but he's a pretty amazing musician, mm-hmm. and he's well known in a small circle of music, bluegrass and yeah. country folks. We'll do it up. Um, <clears throat> so thank you, John, for that. Thank Tommy Embrick. Go ahead and uh, drop a. Go ahead and say who it is and all that jazz, so we can. At least they were crediting uh, him. I can't remember. Hold on, let me get my phone. The song is Freeborn Man by... Um, John's going to be pissed at me. <laughs> Hold on. Because I sent it to you over Telegram. Yep. Right. And talk amongst yourselves while I find this. Now, I remember when uh, Highway 1 used to be called Hard Times. Hard Times, too. yeah. Mr. H.C. Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we first moved into town, it was still hard times, yeah. um, and then it changed to something else, and it w- was not very good there yeah. for a while. And then, but the young lady who's yeah. running now is doing it a is bang ass, job, yeah. man. It's really good. I, my favorite is the hamburger steak day. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Tony Rice. Tony is, Rice is the musician. And, oops, I will start playing it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, name of the song is "Freeborn Man." But he had a live version that was awesome. I couldn't find it on Spotify. Um, I'll try to track it down. Yeah, see if you can find it. And uh, so, thank you, John. Thank you for your hospitality. Um, let me come to your place and shoot some pool, whooping yeah. my ass in pool. Oh yeah, is he, is he shark, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I won one out of six games, I think. <laughs> um, so I, I learned a lot and great conversation. He's a cool guy. Hopefully we can get him on the show. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if he's down yeah. there. Just keep um, keep getting after him about it. Tommy Embrick and Space Force. Everybody go check out the Space Force album that came out in January. Um, thank you for letting us use your music at the beginning. Yeah, our um, normal outro that, song. I, I don't think that was Space Force. No, it's Wormhole is our normal yeah. outro song. Yeah. And Funk Monk Funk for Monk the intro. The, yeah. And the band Space Force. Y'all mm-hmm. check them out on Spotify. There's a couple of them. Make sure you get the right one. Yep. Uh, it is the Space Force. And um, 
if you're ever in the Columbia Greenville area and you see them coming to play, go check them out. They're is he back in the area? I know they no. they do a lot of traveling. No, they're no? Okay. they're, not, they're upstate. Um, Castle Country Store, Gusville Pot Swamp Log Artisans Gallery. We thank you so much for sponsoring the show. If anybody else wants to sponsor the show, Mike, where do they go? They can go to Anchor.fm slash Swamp Fox Network. Mm-hmm. They can hit you up on Twitter at Devote Matt Actual. Yeah. They can hit me up at Mike uh, Swamp Fox. That's <laughs> that's what it is, Mike, Mike? Swamp Fox. All one word, Mike Swamp. Mike Swamp Fox. Finally, we got it. We got it right now. Okay. Yeah, Um, Mr. Thomerson, are you on social media at all? I have a a, a Twitter. I had a long enough for like four or five years. Tom Thomerson (laughs) at Tom Thomerson. Maybe it actually did that. So I don't remember. You should start a new one. Tom (laughs) at Tom Thomerson. (laughs) There you go. And uh, you can always check us out over at beacons.ai slash soulwompfox. You can actually leave us a voice message there, right? Yep. You can and do that just there. Tell or us you to can... go eat a bag of dicks. That'd be fine. Whatever. Uh, okay. Actually, it's not even a voice message on Beacons. No, you where, can just... where's the voice message? Anchor? Anchor. You can oh, leave a message. Uh, we'd love to do some questions. Uh, we've been hoarding them for a while until yeah, yeah, we get yeah. enough to do a full show with. We've got mm-hmm. a handful. Patreon.com. Look up the Vote Map podcast on Patreon. Mm-hmm. You can donate there if you want. Um. And that's it. My list is done as far as what I wanted to discuss today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tom Thomerson, for coming out to the undisclosed location deep in the heart of Kershaw County. My pleasure. Uh, we are welcome back anytime. And um, it's getting hot as hell in here it without is. the air conditioner running. So I'll tell you, I'm sweating my ass off today. I was out Dude, doing was some work in one of the sheds. degrees. Yeah. And it was humid as shit. <laughs> And I thought we were going to get a, a rainstorm. Oh, it did rain some, on us for a little while. Oh, yeah, it it just rained on me coming up here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And we just got a couple drops and some thunder rolling through. Yeah. But it was, maybe tonight we'll get some. But, I mean, um, it, was, it was thundering pretty good. It was, really? was going to come. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get much. Um, you got anything else, Mike? No, no, I don't think so. Thanks for making it today. We yeah, really right. appreciate your presence. Got in there for 40 minutes. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> then we gave you shit the whole entire time. That's now, fine. So. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the one who's mi- I've actually missed more than you have. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Like I'm late. And, I think I've only missed one or two. I'm the star of the show. I do what I want. There you go. <laughs> I'll take my microphones and go home. Right. He's David Lee Raw. <laughs> yeah. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, uh, the diva. <laughs> Uh, coming up, we have some homestead updates that we're going to give on uh, soon. I want to get Gus Philpot back on. We're going to have Katie Gwynn hopefully show up um, and and give her platform yeah. and talk about what she's going to do as county chairperson. I would, Katie. I'd be very or interested. Or call it county chair. County yeah. chair. Yeah. I'd be very interested on uh, hearing about what you want to do in this position. Yeah. Uh, we knew what mm-hmm. you wanted to do in the... Uh, KCGOP, KCGOP, Mm -hmm. but uh, I'd like to hear how you are better than the piece of shit currently. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, you know Shannon O'Lear, who had a sign on my property, Mm -hmm. she she came and got her sign today. So uh, she seems like a great person, and I know she's a small business owner in the community. She teaches uh, pediatric swim survival, water survival, Hmm. basically like babies. That's kind of neat. Like, yeah. it's super cool. Yeah. And uh, so I would like to have her on the show. She can plug her business. And mm-hmm. uh, she's running for uh, District 6, which mm-hmm. is ours up here in mm-hmm. Casa Bethune, North Camden area. Um, Brent Hutto 
in Tidwell, and I think there was one other guy, but I haven't seen any signs for anybody else. I, I, what's Tidwell's first name? Is it Randy? Yeah, no idea. Something like that. I got his sign. I got two of his signs over here because somebody keeps putting them on my property. Come and get them. Hold on. Wayne. Wayne Wayne Tidwell. So, um, Wayne, if you're hearing this, come get your damn signs. I have them. Uh, They were on my property. And um, I didn't sign, give you written permission. Little uh, little pro tip. I know I always rip down uh, internet service signs. Yeah, they make great little uh, you glue a target onto. Them oh, cool! Set them up, yeah. Okay, works out real well. So, nice. Yeah. These, yeah, actually, these little holder, these mm-hmm. sign, no, they're perfect stakes. That yeah. that would be a good. Yeah. Okay, you got a week, <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it. I don't have anything else yeah. to talk about. I'm ready to go eat some meatloaf muffins mm-hmm. that the beautiful fiance made. Y'all can get the hell out of here. All right, and go see your families on mm-hmm. a Sunday night. You got to go to work in the morning. So yeah, that means here. it's basically my bedtime right now. Got a four and a half hour drive waiting for me. Ooh, fun! Yeah, buddy. It's uh, almost eight p.m. on a Sunday night. So <laughs> had some some uh, young Marines got pretty uppity when they saw uh, on my dash of my truck. Uh, uh-huh. Got some Russian sunflower seeds. <laughs> All the writing is in Russian. <laughs> and fuck those guys. They were real curious about what that was. Really? <laughs> yeah. Don't mind their own fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> Go eat some crayons. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, thank them for the service. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mr. Thomerson, you know how we finish each show? You want to say it? Since you're our special guest. Open your mind. Don't trust the government. And Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's right. Thank you very much for coming out, sir. You'll have a good one. Bye-bye. Some twenty-odd years ago I ran away for the first time When I was only four years old, I'm a free born man Highway, happy for the back road, never mind a railroad Any place is home, I'm a freeborn man. I'll hold us on my back. I know every inch of highway, every foot of back road, every mile of railroad track. Thank you.
Every foot of back row, every mile of bamboo 